TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you for the 484th time and boy oh boy, this is a big surprise. I'm joined by someone you've never heard of before on this podcast. He is the up and coming leader of wellness, Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, stranger. Ah, Hello, mate. How are you, PC? Going very well. This is off the cuff. Off the cuff, and uh, you're new in the wellness world. You're an up-and-comer. This is your first episode recording a podcast, so I'll go easy on you. But you did join me last week for episode 483, and I think we had this inspiring conversation with Normie Rowe and uh, Sam Gowing. I think I added somewhere in there to that episode title, Breaking Stereotypes. And we are living in a world at the moment where it's almost a little bit um, risky, it's always risky to break stereotypes, let's be honest, but it's becoming uh, harder and harder or um, riskier and riskier to break the stereotypes. But I just loved, and we've had a lot of feedback from that episode, I just loved how much people were inspired by the good old-fashioned love story. I know. Isn't it cute? It was so cute, and uh, and, and I love that. It doesn't matter you know, who you are, what age you are, um, you know, I think these days you could say it doesn't matter how you identify. Like at the end of the day, love is love, and uh, and that's really what – both Normie and Sam were sharing with us, and they just, you know, really personified that whole desire to feel complete, and uh, and that's really what that was. They, they complete each other, and they support each other. I think one of the things that really struck me and sat with me was uh, when Normie said, um, you know, I just I like this person so much that it would hurt me to not be there to care for her and uh, and look after her. And I thought that was just, you know, that was really that was kind of sweet. But I think that kind of that was. Um, that really what that was is, and you can reinterpret that. And it was, I like this person enough to never want to be away from her. That's kind of what it was. And, and that was, uh, and of course that's what you call that's love. Um, but to be able to say confidently and comfortably that I like this person so much that I don't want to be away from them. It's kind of how I feel about you, mm. PC. I want to be. <laughs> oh, I was thinking you were going to say Amber, time. but yes, I feel about that. You yeah. feel- <laughs> oh, yes, and Amber, don't you? Feeling is mutual with you too. And Seve. But, you know, that was a cute thing. And I, I really, I really love that. And, um, but also you can kind of see it all unfolding. And it's, it's not, it's not, I mean, maybe it is, but it's not that kind of crazy, um, overwhelming puppy love stuff that some people mistake for, you know, the rest of the, that's going to last for the rest of their life. There's a lot of consideration that goes into this 75 years for Normie, 56 years for Sammy. Um, And there's that consideration of what do I really want out of a relationship? And, and they've both found what they really want in this. Mm. And, you know, it's, they're so far into it that in this relationship, the engagement, um, and, they, and, you know, they joked about a friend of theirs that's been engaged for 31 years or whatever it was or 30 years. And and that it's the commitment to each other for a lifetime, which, you know, really felt real. There's a conversation that really strikes for me uh, on the back of that interview. And it's this conversation of fitting in versus standing out. 
And I think it's a um, not a rite of passage. It's a challenge that many people have at different phases of their life. So the typical teenager wants to fit in and not necessarily stand out. And then at certain times, as we get older, it's a it's a battle we have versus you know towing the line, but also actually doing what is um, uh, what is consistent with your own identity and who you are and the rest. Because I think it it took a lot of courage for a man in his seventies to put himself out there, I suppose, and go, will you be my wife? And it also takes a lot of courage for a woman in her 50s to go, well, I've never been married before and I'm so used to my own company and doing things my own way. And and we spoke about this in the conversation as well. And and Sammy is, is doing it. But also that, and I mentioned this to them in the episode, like you can't help but that relationship dynamic stand out in 2022 because it's um, – it's novel. It's unique. It's not something that we come across every day. But it's also a great metaphor for when you do what you love. And as you said, when when Normie behaves in a way that is like, well, it just makes pure sense because I just want to care for Sam for the rest of my days, that this is the next best step. Well, that step is going to mean that Normie stands out more than just having a girlfriend that you know he's been with for many years. Um, it takes courage to stand out, but it's also really quite attractive, isn't it? I mean, we couldn't stop talking to Normie and Sammy. It's something you just want more and more of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think about other people at that stage of their life where they, you know, they meet somebody who's significant. You know, my mum and her partner, David, you know, they knew each other when they were really young, like 18 years old and 19 years old. And they were dating back then and then they came together again, you know, later in life when, you know, Things were different. And then um, uh, long-term listeners, long-time listeners, Wilma and Doug, um, g'day to Wilma and Doug over in somewhere in the US you are at the moment, that, you know, they got together later in life as well. And, you know, you see these sorts of stories, these love stories, um, you know, where they blossom and um, it, it's it's really, it's a great reminder that there's, there is love out there for everybody um, regardless of the climate, you know, it's very strange times. We do live in strange times, unusual times, um, but there is that opportunity for everybody to uh, to find this. So I think what I would love to chat with you about on this episode is this example of love is a great example of, again, fitting in versus standing out. But then I think about you, Damo, and your, you know, your decisions in life. So think about you studying accountancy was kind of like fitting in, wasn't your inspiration, and you weren't going to necessarily stand out. But then you decided to study naturopathy, and that was a bit more awkward, a bit more, oh my gosh, really? It's a bit more you're standing out from the crowd. And then take that a step further, and you go on to be a great nat- naturopath that wants to have a more, for a better term, holistic view of health and wellness. And you went to study uh, chiropractic, and you're one of the very few in the world practitioners who are a naturopath and a chiropractor so then you can't help but stand out and that generates its own level of scrutiny and its own level of attention and own level of popularity and all of the rest of it but at each at each stage you've just followed your heart and soul and what inspires you so yeah. what what do you think of that you know those fork in the road moments where you do decide the the safe path of fitting in with everyone else where you won't get questioned but you won't probably get spoken about so much or standing out, which is more inspirational, but it's it's breaking the stereotype and and far more open to flack and criticism. Like, what's your perspective on on that those 
fork in the road moments and how you um, approach them in life? Oh, it's such an interesting question, PC, because I think um, the reason why each of us would, I, you know, like, if you get down to the essence of it, every decision that we make, and normally kind of touched on this, you know, there's decisions, you know, either do or you don't. Every decision that we make um, is a selfish one because it's you're making a decision to serve you at the end of the day. Mm. So for me to go and study um, accounting um, was more out of I've got to do something and I don't know what it is I'm going to do, um, I might as well be an accountant. Um, and that's kind of what I, I – and that wasn't going to fly, you know. That's There's no purpose in that, um, and it would have been horrendous. You know, I don't know how you'd ever live a long time. I still, I still can't imagine you as an accountant. You're actually very good with business and numbers, but I just can't imagine you at a desk. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, yeah, I, I don't think I could do it. I think I'd be really strong. But, you know, maybe what might have happened is I might have ended up owning businesses that employed people, you know, doing the numbers. So that might have been what it yep. was. And I could have gone out to, you know, maybe be the CEO of a company or do something like that had I developed those sorts of skills. So um, that might have been it. But going to do naturopathy wasn't about um, standing out. It was more about how do I become outstanding? How do I get better? How do I make my that, body That in better? itself, though, you just use the term. It's not about a popularity contest or being seen. You said it's what's an outstanding decision? Outstanding, stand out. What is an outstanding mm-hmm. decision for me? Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's what you've uncovered. It's like, as Normie said, you've got the outstanding decision. Do I make my bed? Or you've got the mediocre, the fitting in, just do whatever, just leave the bed as it is. I think that's the, 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 the magic source here, the secret source. Well, only – but, you know, like I, I'm, I'm so grateful that there's people that are really happy to fit in because um, – and that satisfies them and makes them happy and they have a great life and they will cook a barbecue on a Friday and they'll have a, you know, a roast for lunch on a Sunday. And it's like all of those things are unreal. Like they're all everything's, – everything's kind of normal. And when it doesn't feel right, when you feel um, out of, if you feel disconnected or you feel like kind of out of touch, then really it's time then to make another selfish decision. And how do you make yourself feel better? And so then the next thing for me was, you know, I can't be a naturopath solely for the rest of my life. It's going to be soul destroying. So I'm going to go study to be a chiropractor. So it was me, 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 I, I, I. Then I speak to Michelle. We're going to go move to New Zealand together. I'm thinking it's about us but it was really about me and probably not about us. And so then, you know, that didn't work out, but I still went because I knew that if I did that, then I'd be able to provide better for Jackson. So whilst that seems unselfish, maybe I could have found another way to provide for Jackson and and give him, but then I wouldn't have met Amber. So it's me again, I, I, I. And so then I meet Amber, then I can look after Jackson and Jack comes to live with us and, you know, we put him through a wonderful, you know, introduction to life and we do all these wonderful things. Again, it's all about those decisions that I suppose help help move us in a direction that we we feel like is going to make us live the life that we want to live, you know. So it's not... I'm not. I, I hope I don't come across as being um, anything other than sincere here when I say that. Uh, for me, it's about making a decision that help, helped me move in the direction that I felt most comfortable. Um, and it's it, and, and that in itself, even if that was scary me, or felt risky, yeah, it was still the most comfortable decision for one of a yeah, better. Yeah, and term. that in itself is it's funny because it's not 
it's not necessarily the path of least resistance, but that's kind of what you need to feel. You need to feel the least amount of resistance to choose that path. Mm. But it's not like the path of least resistance, which creates many a crooked river. It's the path of least resistance that, you know, for me was the best fit. You know what I mean? And it's certainly like most of the decisions I've made haven't been the path of least resistance. I think some of this is a lot easier in hindsight. This is probably what I'm also getting at as well. Is And like you said, I think you made a really good point. This is not about being an employee or an entrepreneur or how much money you make or how much money you don't make. It's And, and fitting in is not a derogatory term. It's about no. looking at your life and your decisions and going, what are the decisions that I'm making for me to live my best life so that I can be the best version of me for my partner or my children or my friends or my colleagues or my community, whatever it is. But if I don't fill my own jug up here, I'm going to be giving people the five out of 10 version of me, which is not what anyone um, wants or deserves. And I think that's what I really loved about Normie and Sammy's story is it was kind of like, well, it just makes sense regardless of what society says or what my mates say or what, you know, the friend that's had a bad marriage says. It's like, well, no, for me, um, this is just the most uh, in the in your using your terminology this is the next comfortable step even if it's not um an easy even if it's not popular or even if it's not what most others would do this is what i'm doing and to have that level of um self-awareness or self um uh, being self-assured and again we spoke about the fact that you know norm is in his 70s he's, he's lived a long time uh, they would both like to think that they've got a strong level of identity to be able to make um, hard decisions and make them well but also um, I didn't think they said it on the episode but like they've never had a really big Barney they've never had a massive fight and I'm like I wonder if that's because of their age and they kind of know that don't sweat the small stuff and it's all small stuff so they come to that relationship uh, with a lot less oh, you know um, do you know what I mean and and yeah. that's that's an well, interesting I mean you carved your path you know what I mean like you carved your path and then maybe they're not on the same path but on the same but they're on the same journey um, yeah. and so there's you're right there's a maturity there um, and I think normally did allude to that like there's a maturity you, you like a, I think I think he said it was maturity um, but have you had a Barney have you had a big Barney with with Sarah ever <laughs> I, I you got two Leos you got two Leos that did you fight. Would you have well, Barney's? Uh, yeah, we'd have major disagreements. Not Do not you? yelling, not not yelling and screaming. Not like not but, chucking plates. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have disagreements? That's amazing. Yeah, I know. Incredible, isn't it? Do you and I ever have disagreements? Not really. <laughs> no, we no, don't. I think really I think. Don't. Uh, well, I met Sarah when I was twenty-four, and mm. so. And you know, I was shaving, shaving with uh, avocado. Avocado. So you can just see how <laughs> pathetic my mind might have been back then, and somewhat deficient in um, macro and micronutrients. So I may have been a little bit <laughs> illogical and silly. And there's definitely parts of that that still uh, hung over as a forty-year-old. So yeah, no, we definitely have had our barnies over the time. Um, but also, yeah. I'm a bit annoying. I mean, I'm an annoying older brother, so I'm a bit cheeky. I like dropping a grenade into a yeah, situation and just – it's a terrible habit. But if yeah, I'm feeling yeah. a bit bored or like the social setting's a bit vanilla, whether it's with wife and kids or with friends, I'll just drop in the most politically incorrect, you know, grenade drop comment 
just to get <laughs> the room talking. Um, so anyway, it's got to be done. You can't say that. Don't say that. What are you doing? Oh, no. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, oh really fun good. games. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, no, I love that. I, you know, I there was that was a great episode last week, and um, and the feedback you're right, it's been fantastic, and I really um, enjoyed that. It's had me thinking a lot since that episode about um, about you know it, it's the the ease of a great relationship. Mm. What do you think? Because um, I just keep on thinking, and I know I'm harping back to it a lot, but this this standing out challenge, like particularly with diets. Um, often think it takes a lot for people to, um, you know, come come out as a, you know, vegan or as a paleo or as a, as a keto um, because they cop flack about the latest diet they're on or they've gone gaps or they're fasting or they're whatever it is like. Um, you know, you and I have waxed lyrical on this subject um, for years, but it's something that we could wax lyrical for the next 10 years because it's going to be here forever. Um, what yeah. do you say to people today that, you know, come into Vita Lifestyles, the greatest wellness center in the Southern Hemisphere or, 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 <laughs> or entire planet, in San Diego, Damon, I'm thinking of going on, you know, X diet or I am going on, I am on X diet, you know. Uh, what do you think or what say you? Because that's also a standing out decision which a lot of people grapple with. You know, what's, what's your view on it um, in the 2020s? Yeah, I think people are still trying to um, – people like to own something, you know. So whether it be a diagnosis, uh, they like to call it their heart disease medication or their antidepressants or my medication or my depression or my diet or whatever it is. And so my exercise, my personal trainer, my chiropractor. And, uh, and so – I think what people like to do is identify themselves as being a particular diet. Um, when they're uncertain of whether where they're heading and who they are. So I think that when there's certainty about it and you kind of go, okay, cool, I know what I'm doing and where I am, you might say, oh, yeah, you know, I kind of follow a lower carbohydrate diet, but, you know, at the end of the day, I'm doing it to kind of feel good. But if you say, oh, yeah, I'm paleo, then that kind of, you know, puts you into a, a group. If you're vegan, oh, yeah, I'm vegan as opposed to going, yeah, you yeah, know, I, I just eat healthy and um, I, I'm, I suppose I'm plant-based. You know, that's – but rather to, you know, if you label it, then essentially you're trying to own it. Um, and that's probably more, you know, trying to stand out as opposed mm. to you – know. Yeah, so you're actually more of the – yeah, that's a really good comment that it's actually – it's really important just to integrate yourself into society, whatever you're doing. And to not make it such a standout, which is I think is where a lot of the emotional stress is for people is when perhaps when they feel like that society has almost made them stand out. I think it might be the other thing is when like, you know, oh, my family don't want me over because um, it's too hard to cook for me or um, every time I go and see my mum, she she uh, argues with me about my diet or um, the rest of it. And I think that's probably another conversation in itself. But on the flip side, you're saying if you are – going about some new health practice, doesn't have to be just dietary, um, that you don't necessarily um, have to make it a slogan because that's what mm-hmm. makes it even even more awkward. Interesting conversation. I'm going to go 100 not out. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> it's so good. 100 not out. Yeah. yeah. 100 not out diet. Yeah. That's our first book together. Yeah. Um, 
Let's do chocolate it. Chocolate at breakfast. Come yeah. On. And uh, wine at dinner. And um, I wonder if we should write a book together. Mm. It'll happen. We've got many years ahead of us, so we've got lots of different mm. things to do. We've got to get to our second blue zone as well. And I saw, I saw, um, I saw, yeah, uh, um, uh, someone in, in Dalesford has built a Sardinian inspired shepherd's hut on their property, uh, which is what, the type of place that we would have been visiting in Sardinia. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's getting the Sardinian juices flowing. So, anyway, we've got a lot to conquer in our 100 Not Out Empire demo, um, a book oh, being yeah. one of them. This has been another engrossing conversation. Uh, love is love, fitting in versus standing out, and all other um, number of issues on this edition of 100 Not Out. 484 episodes down. Demo, as always, thank you for your wisdom and insight on our wonderful podcast. Yeah, thank you, PC. And thanks for asking the questions. You know, it's really good. And I finally got to ask you a tough question today. So thanks for sharing. What was the tough too. question? Oh, what? The Sarah and I having arguments, big biffos. Yeah, or oh, gee whiz, they're big. Uh, I always love the idea of if you put a video camera around you, you know, 24 hours a day, you know, what would people yeah. think? And I would Ooh. like, I would, yeah, it's a great kind of a personal accountability. How do I live He's my life? He's bored watching me. <laughs> a lot of golf. A lot of golf, a lot of chiropractic, you know, a lot of quality golf, time with Amber. Food. Yeah. Golf, chiropractic food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they'd see a lot of kids going wild in our house. A lot of, yeah, six, six years. Anyway, um, this has been another great episode. We won't keep on talking about those things. Thank you to everyone that has been supporting 100 Not Out for this journey. The countdown is on to episode 500. Countdown is on to Ikaria 2023. Details to come. The countdown is on to many exciting things in 100 Not Outland. We appreciate your support of the podcast. For more info on Damo, head on over to damienchristoff.com. For myself, marcuspierce.com.au. And until next week, as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.